Hi everybody. Courage to Change, uh, June 16th. A little disturbed this morning. I found out someone's hacked me and is using my name and my profile picture. I'm going to have to change everything and lock everything down. I don't know. It's kind of crazy, isn't it? People don't want people to get well. You know what I mean? They don't want their enablers to to get an answer. You know, so if for some reason in the last day or two you've gotten a horrible message from me, uh, it would be coming from my personal account, my personal Facebook account. They they hack that one. They're on that one, I think. And uh, what they did was they took my picture. So a few of you noticed, maybe if you're on my personal page, I, I changed my picture to the cartoon picture my niece made. She made me one of those, you know, everyone's doing those cartoon. So she did that. So I've changed my, my, my picture temporarily to that. So they're using that. I'm going to change that back this morning and block, lock everything down. I'm not really sure who's hacked me, but uh, they're being mean to some of my followers and saying horrible things. So uh, I don't even know what they're saying because I can't get to the stuff. <laughs> it's all part of the deal, I guess, whenever you try to help, it's uh, you're kind of a target. So um, obviously someone doesn't want me talking to their loved one about codependency. Interesting, huh? Um, anyway, let me know if you see any fraudulent stuff that doesn't look like something I would do, please let me know so I can secure everything. I don't want anyone to get hurt. Uh, June 16th, in Al-Anon, we talk a lot about the need to let others experience the consequences of their actions. We know that most alcoholics have hit a bottom and become uncomfortable with their own behavior before they can effectively do something about it. Just talked about this this morning. Those of us who love alcoholics often have to learn to get out of the way of this bottom. We learn to detach with love. Another reason for detachment with love may be equally important in building healthy, loving, respectful relationships. Many of us have interfered not only with a loved one's problems, but also with their achievements. I may have the best of intentions, but if I take over other people's responsibilities, I may rob them of the chance to accomplish something and to feel good about what they've done. Ah, this one's tough. Although I'm trying to help my actions, wait, also, I am trying to help. My actions may be communicating a lack of respect for my loved one's abilities. When I detach with love, I offer support by feeling freeing those I care about to experience both with their own satisfactions and disappointments. Today's reminder, I'm learning the difference between help and interference. Today, I will examine the way I offer support. It's so funny. This morning we started uh, in that step group, uh, family and friends uh, recovery program. We started the steps today and did step one. And I did, I'm doing two of them today. If you're part of that group, we did one this morning early for the East Coast people and, uh, or people that work at night. And then we will do another one tonight at five o'clock. And this is what we talked about. One of the questions on that step sheet is about me over helping is disrespectful to the person. And it was really hard to kind of get that concept, right? But this really, this really uh, reedifies, reedifies? I don't know, 
kind of upset about that information about getting hacked, so I'm sorry. Kind of solidifies, I don't know. It kind of reinforces, I don't know the word I'm trying to use, uh, reinforces what we said this morning about this. Um, and I like it, you know, we not only have we interfered with our loved one's problems trying to fix it, but we've interfered with their achievements. I may have the best of intentions, but I take over someone else's responsibilities. Uh, I've, I've robbed them of the chance to feel good about themselves, to accomplish something. And I have done that recently. I did that in a relationship. Of course, I did that with my daughter, uh, but I've done that in a relationship uh, with someone. It ended the relationship. I overdid so much and I was so, uh, it's such a natural thing for me to do is to help and help and take care of. And it really emasculated the guy, to be honest. I tend to do that in my relationships. I am such a caretaker that I end up making the person in my life a child. Like I go into a relationship with a man, right? And I like really manly men, right? So I get into a relationship with a guy, right? Uh, and I end up making him into a child who depends on me. And then I resent it and I don't like him anymore. Right? I, I don't find him attractive because I've, but I'm the one that made him into a child. And I, I don't know if you can relate, please comment back if you can relate to that. I, I just, you know, I, I, see that's a problem within me. That's from my childhood. That's from me. That's not his fault. Now, I can blame him and say, well, why didn't he just stand up to me? You know, it's not that easy. And if someone else is going to do stuff for you, you're going to let them. He didn't go into that thinking I was going to make him into my son. You know, he just thought, wow, she's great. She pays the bills. She runs my errands, washes my car, makes sure everything looks fantastic, right? Makes my appointments for my haircut. I got like this fabulous personal assistant. And then uh, slowly but surely, um, I've, I've made him into my child, a son, and I don't like him anymore, right? I, I mean, I like him, but I'm not romantically attracted because you can't, you know, I've made him into my son. So, you know, this was a hard one for me. I, you know, I'm, I'm interfering with his right to feel good about himself, to be the man, to do what he does, right? I've taken that away by overhelping, right? And, uh, and he felt shitty about himself. He was like, how did this happen? Like, I don't like this at all, right? And uh, I didn't do it with bad intentions and neither did he it was the it was the sickness it was my my codependency uh so i had to change and that's why i really delved into this i really thought at first when i heard that somebody told me you know i think you're suffering from codependency i was like oh well that means someone in my life is 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 not well and so it's affecting me no i'm not well because that person can get sober and i'm still gonna you know I, I talked to a woman recently and she said, you know, my husband got sober and I thought that that was going to be, that's what I wanted. And she goes, I'm miserable and he's miserable. And now instead of counting drinks, I'm counting his meetings and uh, he's sick of it and he left. 
and I'm heartbroken. I, I don't understand. I thought, I thought our problem was his drinking. Well, it's a family disease. So you have a part, right? I have a part and I have to take care of it or I just switch the players out. If it's not my daughter, it's gonna be the guy I date. Do you see what I mean? And if it's not him, it's gonna be someone that works for me. I'll just keep changing the players unless I, unless I kind of change me. I can't change anyone else, but the power is I can change my reaction. So I like this reading a lot and I hope you do too. And I hope you have a fantastic day. Um, I look forward to tonight for those of you that are doing the first step. It's a, it's a great step. It's a, it's an eye opener for sure. And if you're interested in joining that group, just message on here that you'd like the information for it. And, um, you can jump on and, and go through the next one with us. Have a great day. Bye.